A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of Failing Better. I hope you're well. This is Sean McLaughlin talking to you in my warm, light, spare bedroom. And I'm joined by Johnny, who is... (laughs) I'm sat in the dark, Sean. I'm sat in the dark, in my attic, which doesn't have a light in. We've we've not been up here, we've lived in this house for a year, I've never been up here before, and there's a very good chance there are just rats like try to figure out a who i am and b then how to eat me <laughs> when when we say that johnny's in the dark i don't think we're we need to stress this he is completely pitch black <laughs> apart from i can see your face a bit poking out of the darkness it's, but it's quite as, haunting it's not as dark up here as it appears on the camera literally the camera looks like i'm a floating head in the darkness it's um but yeah, Sophie decided it was too annoying for me to podcast in the house because she has work on. So I'm just in the attic with the bats. Uh, are you gonna? T- you could turn the attic into a podcast studio. Maybe I think we could. I am s- gonna- Should we just record there every week? I could come to Manchester. We could record there every week. I think I'm literally. I'm gonna turn it into like a po- little podcast room because once it's got a light in it, yeah, and uh- <laughs> step, step one, light. <laughs> once it- I've got a light, killed the bats, and you know maybe a few spiders. I um I think it's like a love like I think the previous tenant someone used to live up here so it's like a decent sized room. Are you scared? Are you scared right now? I'm always scared due to a traumatic childhood that left me unable to feel connection and joy. But am I more scared than normal? Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Much more scared because of the the aforementioned rats which could be gnawing at me at any second. Well, uh, good luck to you, Johnny. That's all I'd say. Good luck to you, mate. It's exciting. I feel like, you know, like, um, who's that guy who makes everyone eat their own shit? In like, and he's like, the SAS guy. Who's the what? You know, the, you know that, like, Channel 4 dude who's always like, you can actually... Bear Grylls. There's loads of moisture in a, in a donkey poo. Yeah, Bear Grylls. <laughs> bear, gr- bear, bear Grylls, yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm doing, like, a sort of thing with him because I'm so dark up here. It feels, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if he'd ever do that. I don't know if he'd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you ever, if you ever forced to do a podcast in your attic, <laughs> turn off all the lights. There's a lot of banter to be found in these boards. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it's quite haunting up here, and I'm quite cold, but I am ploughing on because I care about you, the listener, and also you, Sean McLaughlin. Oh, well, that's very kind. Um, I've got, I've got, I've had a tickle in my throat for two weeks. 
I'm really, I've been carry, I was carrying a bit of an illness and it sort of has mainly disappeared, but the throat, I wake up, it's still so sore. You also said you it. had four beers last night, so let's not let's that not stop pretend you were you were a bastion of sort of clean living, Sean McLaughlin. No, no. But they were I had two Guinnesses, so that's yeah. you know they're Guinea. Pretty... You had a Guinea. I had Guinea. You... <laughs> Do you know what? I think moving to the attic is the best thing that ever happened to you as a podcaster. I think the higher altitudes just making my <laughs> is is lifting my spirits ever higher. <laughs> yes, indeed. But I do feel quite sick, so it might be it might be short term. <laughs> Um, um, you see, you've, you're feeling ill. You've got a tickly throat. No, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Um, I'm I'll... so dark in the camera. I see myself, and I cannot believe how dark I look. We should take a picture of it and show it to the audience. Yeah, I'm going to take a picture of it now. And just take right. Go on our Twitter at Failing Pod and take a look at. It. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is like your your your. On the run. <laughs> it's like you're doing this podcast underwater. It's it's generally not as dark as it looks on the camera. Like I don't, I'm not in the pit. I'm not just in. <laughs> I'm not just in the pit. Right, but it is clearly getting darker. So there might come a time where I have to cancel this app because I just I can't see my own hands in front of my face anymore. No, no, no. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'll protect I'll be you. Fine. Because I will. Look, I'm going to look out for ghosts. So <laughs> if I see any g- ghosts behind you, I'll just tell you. Oh, FYI, there's ghosts behind you. So just Thank keep, you. That's, that's keep really helpful, Sean. I that. really appreciate that. So you, yeah. you're, you can be on Ghost Watch, so I, just, I can do with the rats and the spiders. Yeah. And, uh, and we can have another successful podcast. Another episode. great, a greatly successful podcast. For everyone's favourite podcast. <laughs> Everyone's favourite podcast, Soups is good. Um, I just is bad. Is that a new? Is that one of our new catchphrases? Yeah. Soups is bad. Soups is good. Chicken is bad. Yeah. Do you Unless... actually believe that though? No, I think chicken is is uh, is quite nice actually. Wow. Particularly deep fried chicken. You give me. I, I'm a fan of a KFC, but I struggle with the ethics of it because I feel like. Um, Clearly, those chickens have awful lives. But then, when it's 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 delicious, that skin is delicious. As a as a non meat eater, the the thing I miss, the thing I really miss. I didn't even realize is... you. Were, are you fully a non meat eater? Yeah, I have been wow. for years, Johnny. Years. Yeah. God, I had no idea that that was true. What do you miss the most then? KFC. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Nothing. Nothing. There's no meat. The meat-free fried chicken stuff, even the high-end stuff, it's just not worth it. It's really? just not. It's nowhere near as good. Everything else is sort of passable, the replacements, but I don't think they've got fried chicken. Whoever gets fried chicken right is going to be a billionaire. Sean, I'm sensing a new venture together. We are the people to get vegan, <laughs> vegan fried chicken. Failing better, vegan fried chicken. Sign up to our Patreon. From just £3 a month, we will send you a box of fried chicken. <laughs> it's, it's a Patreon slash investment fund. Yeah. And yeah. we're thinking big. We're, we could, this, could, this could take this podcast to the moon. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, that's what we'll do once we've got our vegan uh, mm. chicken ingredients on the way. I, ran out of, I have no idea how to end that sentence. You, re- you really ran out of words there. I did. You, you I really did. ran out of words. It was noticeable. Have we had any feedback from Chris Eubank on whether or not he's going to be on the pod? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a couple episodes ago. I don't think we have, I'm afraid, yet. 
We should no. maybe try and get someone else on the pod this week. We um, could send a message to Dan uh, from uh, Bastille. Mm, do you think? Do you think that would be good enough, though? What do you mean? Well, look, I think we need to build up for that. All right, all right. Too, too big, too quick. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, do we also need to? But just to let you know, if Chris Eubank Jr. was going to come with you, then <laughs> <laughs> then count us out. Um, um, so what have you? I've had a pretty good week. I was in uh, Rotterdam Ooh. on Saturday. I was in uh, the Netherlands. Uh, went to do some shows. Then I How went. Did back. they go? They were nice. It was very nice. Uh, and the Netherlands were playing in the World Cup that day, and so it was very exciting to be there uh, in another country. Have you ever told you about when I died on my ass at the YouTube Comedy Festival? Yeah, you, you have said that on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah, it was brutal. It still lives in my soul that death. Just well, they the, are, uh, the stony what... face of the Dutch. They are a notoriously hard, yeah, crowd. I mean, there's, yeah, I love the Dutch, but they're straight. You know, they're, I'll, they're... I'll say this: I hate the Dutch. Okay, well, <laughs> the problem is, I knew that was coming, and so I thought if I keep talking, you won't have a chance to get this shit out. Yeah, if you're so... Dutch and listen to this podcast. Fucking sort your country out. <laughs> and I tell you who I love. I love the Belgians. I love the Belgian people. They're Belgi- the best people. Belgians. <laughs> the Belgians. He loves the Belgians. I love the Belgians. You love you love Tintin. You love I, um, Vincent Company. I love Vincent Company. Uh, and I also love Yuri Tielmans. It's actually a joke in my football WhatsApp group how much I like Yuri Tielmans. So that just goes to show that I do love the Belgian people. Are you in a football WhatsApp group? Yeah, it's called Fantasy Banter. I mean, it's pretty, pretty not great, that is it. We talk, <laughs> about, fan- we talk about fantasy football a lot. I'm in a football WhatsApp group. Are you? Yeah. It's called uh, Welcome to Dubai at the minute. That's good. Who are yeah. you in there? Are you in, in there with any comics? No, it's just uh, uni, uni lads. Just ah. the lads, isn't it? Just the just OGs. Just the lads, yeah. Mine's just lads. Lads, lads, lads. Yeah, just the OGs. Um, during lockdown, we did football quizzes. On Zoom, where we just got sh- shit-faced and asked trivia about 90s Premier League footballers. That sounds like such a fun evening. To be honest, it is one of the... It, I do look back at that time and think, what a brilliant time of my life. Yeah. What's <laughs> sad about that is you'd never, do a Zoom, you'd never do a 90s football quiz now, even though objectively it was quite a fun way to... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if someone suggests it now that, like, Starbucks is open or you can go to the cinema, people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? You <laughs> yeah. But yeah. actually, it was a really I mean, wholesome, fun event. To be honest, it wasn't... It's not an either-or for us. It's not like, well, Starbucks is closed, so I guess we're going to have to drink four cans of tenants and talk about Matt Letizio. That was the hardest bit of lockdown for me, the fact that Starbucks shut. I go to Starbucks six times a day. Starbucks. <laughs> I sort of forget that Starbucks exists because it's so huge. Yeah. But, then, but in Britain, they're sort of, they're quite hidden. They're not, I, I mean, it's nowhere near as one of the big ones in Britain, I think. I, not as big as Nero or Costa. I think Costa's quite an underdog victory over Starbucks. Because I think there was a time when it looked like Starbucks was just going to eat everywhere in the UK. But Costa's sort of won that battle. I don't think Costa are an underdog. But they're I not think, under, but they're, they're not as big as Starbucks, are they? I think they're Star- owned by Pepsi. Oh, you with all your fucking facts, Sean. No one cares. Is that Costa's- true what I just said? I don't know. I've got no idea. Coca-Cola owned Costa. Yes, yeah, so another the underdog wins again. <laughs> <laughs> Coca-Cola bought them in January 2019. Guess how much they bought them for, Johnny? Uh, 17 Expressos. <laughs> <laughs> Expressos. <laughs> fucking sort your shit out, Pelham. Look, I'm, I'm literally podcasting in the dark. 
kidding. Five point five point one billion dollars. Wow, that's mental, isn't it? That's mad. I I think the reason I thought Costa was the underdog is because it's such a shit shot. Costa's like the coffee there's horrible. It always looks yeah, they're lame. There's nothing. Pret have upped the like coffee game so much. I'm a massive Pret fan. I think of all the main chains, Nero is. Is, is comfortably the superior one. Shut the fuck up. Then a pret sandwich. What is a pret sandwich? You're such a sucker, Johnny. I'm not. The They're delicious. The They're delicious. They're delicious. Well, what do you have as pret then? I have. I either have the chicken and bacon baguette, uh, or I have one prosciutto little thing. I don't even have to say that. So that's what, that's Pre- what I always prosciutto <laughs> little thing. I'll have the prosciutto <laughs> little thing, please, and an, expre- and an espresso. And an espresso. <laughs> I'm new to this language. <laughs> All right, I'm like do a late two, right, please. I think in order for this podcast to start flourishing, we need to start getting um, advert adverts. We need to start doing our own adverts on it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. What's, All right, let's say. Well, let's say Pret. Go, Pret. Yeah. Do you want to do it? Okay, so do it. So this is Johnny Pelham advertising Pret a manger. Uh, do you like wonderful sandwiches, a friendly atmosphere, <laughs> and an espresso? <laughs> then come to the Pret where dreams come true. I don't That'll be you... their tagline. Where dreams come true. I, d- I, d- I don't think you're allowed to create your own tagline. No, Pret where dream where dreams and sandwiches <laughs> come true. That's their new Pret's new tagline is where dreams and sandwiches come true. You do I... one for you do one for whatever one you like. Fucking Nero. I don't like you... anywhere. I go to independent ones because I'm a wanker. You are a wanker. I don't go to by the by. Look, the fact you're a wanker has nothing to do with this. Isn't it weird that isn't near wasn't Nero the Roman emperor who like watched who like fucked Roman and had sex with little boys? Yeah, is that right? <laughs> and sure. It's now, it's now just like the name of a coffee shop. Yeah, it's like in like two hundred years you have a cafe Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler sheesh. Hitler sheesh. Hitler sheesh. Come to Cafe Goebbels. In my head, they they sell exclusively bagels. I just, I just, I don't know. Right, Nero. I don't know if Nero's a Hitler, though, is he? He was a really bad emperor, though, I'm pretty sure. He was was adopted by the Roman Emperor Claudius at the age of 13 and succeeded him on the throne. He was popular with the members of the Praetorian Guard and the lowest class commoners in Rome and its provinces and was deeply resented by the aristocracy. Sounds a lot like... He was the man of the people, actually, Johnny. He does, actually. And God. it's saying a lot about your politics that you've got an issue with him. Well, at my private school, we all hated him. <laughs> In my, uh... um, let me just look up. Did Nero um, have sex? Is this something you want to type into your Google history? Did Nero have sex with young boys? <laughs> His reputed taste for aberrant sexual behaviour still echoes through the centuries. Um... Good coffee, though. Bloody he also made coffee. a fine coffee. <laughs> I mean, absolutely wonderful espresso. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, go, but if you're going to buy coffee, order it from Volcano Coffee in Brixton because that's where my wife works. Um, Is that where she works? Yeah, maybe they can sponsor us. It'd be good if we got a sponsor. Oh, you should definitely, definitely ask them to sponsor us. I really... If any of you... Need, need, if you have any business, however, if you're like if a you're dog busy, walker, if, if you're, you're a dog walker, <laughs> just give, just join our Patreon and we'll do an advert for you. That's true. All right, if you join our Patreon, we'll we will do an advert for you. That's a good idea because it, one, it's quite fun content. Two, gives us some green. Have you ever done adverts? Like, have you ever done um, 
auditions for adverts or anything like that. I did a, I did the nationwide advert. You know those awful shit adverts nationwide do. Nationwide, the Building Society. Yeah, yeah. I oh, did what the, the ones with with stand up in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They asked me to audition for that and I didn't. I did because it was and it wasn't enough money. I the thing about me, Sean, is I have no. I all my moral values are uh, have a price, and the price is exceedingly low. <laughs> Like it's like, like if Coke were like, look, we'll give you eight quid to try and sell Coke to people in Ethiopia, I'd be like, done. <laughs> Coke, Joe, I, I was thinking about this. I hate globalization. I hate commercialization. I hate big business. I hate vertical integration. I hate all this shit. Hostile like say, takeovers, monopoly. I disagree with all of that. I'm pro all of those things. Yes, yes he is. <laughs> Like all prep customers, you're a fucking sap. But when it when it comes down to it, yeah. Even if they were to even if they were to get rid of all of that, even if capitalism fails, I'm like the government has to prop up Coca Cola. I, I just don't think I just don't think any other company is providing what they provide. I do think Diet Coke is like Diet Coke and Coke Zero. I just go well. There's no other. Co- you can't possibly say that big business hasn't perfected that. What, so you're saying that, that diet coke? Are you saying diet coke's delicious? Yeah, it should be protected. Yeah, I um I I don't, I don't think there's like indie cola companies that are producing stuff as good as diet coke. There's nothing more sad than when you go to a hipster place and they say, "Oh, we don't do coke, we've got roller cola or something." Yeah, it's yeah, so shit. We're doing it's... a new local cola. I go, yeah, yeah. Why don't you go around the corner and yeah. get me a diet coke? <laughs> and it always costs like three quid, and it is shit. And you you have to pretend to like it. Oh, great, you're spotting the local community. But you just want to say, just give me the sugar. But I am that person normally. I'm always like, I'd rather spend more for something local, something more artisanal. You know, even if it is a marketing thing, I go, it's good, you know. But with cola, I'm like, they're they're the best. What do you want yeah. me to say to you? Can of Coke. You can't beat it. Um, yeah. Well, interesting, interesting point there. Pro Coke. So if Coke want to sponsor this um, podcast, we'd take them. We'd take that. It feels can like I can real... I can I do the advert for Coke? Yes. Can we, can we do a practice? All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, is it for Coke or Coke Zero? We, you know what? You're the uh, you're the maker of this advert. You do what your heart tells you to do. Sure, sure, sure. Hey, um... <laughs> can I just say I don't think it's a tough. Um... <laughs> uh, hey. Uh... <laughs> well, they've not hired us because we're slick, have they? They obviously want us to be the real us. Go, hey, Johnny, it's hard, isn't it, sometimes at life? But you know what always gets me through? A little Diet Coke in a can or a big bottle. It's still affordable. It's still a treat. And it's zero calories. And sometimes you can even buy Diet Coke without caffeine. And that has no sugar as well. Diet Coke, where dreams and sandwiches come true. Uh, I thought that was a really bad advert. Why? So you, you got you got lost in the detail. You need to sell a dream. You're selling the specificity. I you suppose don't, that's it. You're selling you a lifestyle, aren't you? You just need to say, like, Diet Coke. Hot people drink it. That's done. That's what it is. All right. Diet all, right. Co- all right, let me have another go. Let me have Diet Coke. Uma Thurman drinks it. <laughs> then you've right. got, oh, yeah. Uma Thurman's fit. Let's drink yeah, it too. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, I'm Sean McLaughlin from Failing Better. You also might have seen me at that gig once in Nottingham. Uh, when I'm around Chris Akabusi's house, we love having a can of Diet Coke. Diet Coke, it's where dreams and sandwiches come true. I thought that was that was a lot better. I you yeah. took my notes on, you responded to them in an artistic, creative way, and I feel like you have um, got a career in advertising. 
Thank you. What I should say at this point is, I have no power. I'm just a man on the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, is this shit? Think... Is this shit? Is this shit? Uh, a popular slogan, uh, popularised by Failing Better. <laughs> by... The biggest pod in the world. That's thank what people you. say. Historians will say that about us. We should thank our new Patreons. Should we? Should we get their... No, all right. <laughs> well, I thank you. Johnny doesn't. Should we get I... their names? Should we thank them by by name? Do you think that Maybe. Mean... It's just quite boring bit in the pot. So, all right. Let's do it. But then It's let's... quite boring because it's been a, a thrill a minute so far, I thought it's it? been an interesting pod. We've talked a lot of shit, but in an entertaining way. Who are the new... It's um, Rosie Geddes. Thank you, Rosie. How have you got that? I haven't got that. I just logged on to that? And Jez Cordelli. Did we talk about Jez Cordelli before? Yeah, we've talked about him a lot. We only had one new page on that. Rosie? No, we had two this week. We had Jez Cordelli and uh, Rosie. And Rosie? Yeah, thank you very much for joining. Rosie, you truly are the rose of the patron garden. <laughs> okay. Okay, I think, uh, just just to let everyone you don't, know. You cannot <laughs> cancel. You're not allowed to cancel. <laughs> so, you know, future episodes, Johnny will not be thanking the Patreons. I will be thanking the Patreons. <laughs> Um, so you said you wanted to talk about cowboys in this episode, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I've been reading a lot about cowboys, Johnny. Have you? What's, um... I'll go through my process. Quite... What? 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 You'll go through your pro- What's your process for learning about cowboys? Well, I'll just go through my my journey. Because I, I, oh, obviously I see what you mean. it started yeah. with me playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Um, we do need that patron money. Things are really difficult at the moment. <laughs> for just £5 a month you get extra content and you help me justify playing Red, Red Dead Redemption 2 um, have you ever played you you play video games I play them in, I, I, I played Red Dead Redemption probably one at university so I know the, the, yeah. you cowboy you wander around shooting people and saving people yeah yeah and the second one is I got it in lockdown we bought a PS4 in lockdown and I played that it's so it's so ridiculously vast. I like the the. I just I, I I put it on the other day. I was just like I. It was cold. I wanted to feel like I'd done something, so I just loaded it up. I hadn't played. <laughs> I, I hadn't played it in about two years, and just got on a horse and just started riding around the wilderness. And it was just really relaxing. And the music's how, really good. How big is it? Like how big? Is it, if you were to run from one edge of the map to the other edge, do you reckon it took like thirty? Like how big are we talking in terms of game time? That's a really good question. Should we look? Should we look that up? How big, how big is Red Dead? I mean, my last two Google searches, what an incel. <laughs> I think you, I think we talked about this before, but I think slightly different primary socialization, either of us could have been incels for sure. Oh, 100%. I still think I'm on the cusp. <laughs> if Alexa left you, you just become an incel. Um, apparently, it's 29 square miles of landscape. That's crazy, isn't it? That's absolutely map. Wait, Red Dead Redemption Two map run from one side to other. What the fuck? How long does it take to ride across the entire map? Um, apparently it takes yeah twenty one minutes if you I, ride on your horse at full pelt. I sort of regret asking this question now because. But then if you if you walk it, it, it's one hour forty five. Well, that's it's either like an episode of The Simpsons or you know a good Christmas movie. 
<laughs> I'd get on my horse, mate. I'd, 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 I'm quite... Um... Yeah, I'd get on my horse. Otherwise, what you do is a slow walk. So I was playing that, and it was sort of relaxing, and, you know, it was nice. And then I was in Rotterdam, yeah, and I was listening to the soundtrack to Red Dead Redemption 2 as I was walking around Rotterdam, which yeah, was on quite... On a horse. <laughs> yeah, I was on my horse. <laughs> um... Cowboy hat on. It was quite cool, actually, because the music's really good. Yeah. And then I just got reading about uh, about gunslingers in the Old West. And it's such an interesting thing, because I don't really know anything about it. But did you know this guy, you're Buffalo Bill, right? Yeah, yeah. Was, like, not a cowboy. And... I don't know anything about him, really. So so who, so who? I know the name, but I don't know, I don't know much about I don't know anything about him. I'm the perfect vassal to be filled up by you. That's what I was, as well, yeah, yeah. when I was reading this. Basically, cause like what I think is interesting is it basically cowboys and Indians and stuff. It's like American folk tales. Yeah. But like because America is such a young country, they're folk heroes. There are photographs of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they, they, like, they, they have the, phones. <laughs> yeah, the equivalents. Like Britain, like there are no like Robin Hood or like King Arthur, people like that, or like you know in France. I guess you've got like Scarlet Pimpernel. You've got equivalents in every culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're all so old. Yeah. And like you don't know what's real. Whereas there are literally photos of Calamity Jane. <laughs> there are like photos of her just walking around. There's like there's video who, footage who, of her. Who's Calamity Jane? What did she do? She was just a cowboy. No. Oh, and, right. and Wild Bill. Like they were all famous. But then I I was reading about Calamity Jane because she was like one she was like the big woman cowboy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cowwoman. Cowwoman, Cowgirl. if you will if you will. Ms. Cowwoman. <laughs> Ms. Cowwoman. Yes. I think that's... I think... Look, just to let you know, we're an inclusive podcast. Yeah. We also we talk about cowboys and Ms. Cowwomen. <laughs> and, um, and they said that he, she appeared... She ended up appearing on Wild West-themed tour shows. I thought, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. That she was, like, the real deal. And it was buff, this guy, Buffalo Bill, who was like... I just thought Buffalo Bill was another cowboy. He was just a guy... He was just a guy who put on cowboy shows. He made up, he basically made up what we consider the Wild West wow. with these touring shows. Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting. Have you watched any of the English? No, what's the English? The English is a cowboy. It's really it's on BBC like I play now. Emily Blunt in it, who's absolutely beautiful, and it's about uh, a woman and a uh, American Indian sort of Tripsing around the Wild West and trying to get justice for various shit. But what's what the thing that they show really well there? I don't know how accurate it is. Is just how brutal it was and how ungoverned it was, and you could just get shot at like any moment. And it it it, it feels such a because that sort of ideology is still so prominent in America, isn't it? The idea of expanding west and finding new ground and all that sort of shit, and being like a, a self-made human. Yeah, I just thought it was so interesting because it's stuff like um like the idea of manifest destiny and and stuff like that and the frontier and these ideas of like yeah America's annoying country if you're not from there and probably if you are from there but it is like I mean it 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 it, it has taken two hundred years for these ideas to kind of disappear for for America to just be kind of like every other country which I think mm. they sort of are now but like. I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm not really saying anything interesting or entertaining. 
<laughs> I mean, it is interesting. I think I wonder if sometimes we chase the the humour too much, and we could just have lovely chats about America. But then uh... I just thought I also just thought it was interesting where it was like everything becomes money. It's all they all they ever cared about. Yeah, was making money. There was ne- it was never an ethos. The Wild West was never an ethos. Wild Bill, who was a, like the most proper in the traditional historic term cowboy, like the, in mm. the sort of the way that the public understand cowboys to be. Wild Bill was probably the definitive one. And he ended up just doing shows. He ended up just doing acting in plays, playing himself, because that was where the money was. He never what? cared. Like, we always act like, 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 oh, it's such a shame because civilization encroached on these wild ideas. It's like, it's, well, people just want money. That's all people have ever wanted. But American Indians, two points. One, wasn't the US Constitution the first constitution written, which is a beautiful thing to enshrine the idea that, you know, human lives are fundamentally equal, even if they had slaves and stuff. Mm. And two, the American Indians didn't care about money, did they? Like, no, that, wouldn't, that would have been a, a, like, not even understood as a concept, as far as I understand. No, I think they did, they did trade for money. They understood what it was. Before... Um, like the first American settlers came over, they had an idea of money because I thought they would just. Tra- I thought they'd barter. May- I don't know, maybe, but it was. I don't. Know. I don't. Anyway, know, maybe. I think this um, this bit of the pod should be called two idiots trying to f- figure out history. <laughs> two idiots cowboys. That history. Two cowboys. <laughs> cowboys and Miss Cowgirl. Um, I'm now couldn't be any more in the dark, and it's also freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, I'm, I feel like Anne Frank. I'm just shivering in an attic that's pitch black. <laughs> it's going to be weird, isn't it, when there's the Third World War? Yeah. The Anne Frank equivalent is going to be someone doing a podcast. <laughs> I, um, I, I think this is a good time to uh, announce I am uh, publishing my diaries. <laughs> I can't think of anything that would sell less copies. Johnny Bellum's diaries. Um. It's uh, a, a, brute, a frank look at uh, Liz Truss's premiership and how it <laughs> affected me. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so, Johnny, you're doing your um, driving theory test soon. Well, I am. I've actually had to cancel it because I'm in London. But um, hit me with these questions anyway, Sean. Sean's got some questions to ask me. I was, well, yeah, I thought that's what we, we could do on this episode is I or, could, I could you, see can... how ready you are. Also... Question: Can I get tickets to see Ricky Gervais tomorrow? On when? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we we absolutely can talk about this not on the pod. No, I just suddenly remembered that I, that I, I was going to ask. Yeah, you that. if you want them. And you're on too, aren't you? Yeah. This is twelve days ago to any I'm, listeners. I'm so, cutting so. this. Why? Why? It's just shit. It's fucking. What, who on earth is listening to this? I think it's an interesting <laughs> glimpse behind the magician's curtain. Well, there's, there's, that implies that we're magicians. I am a magician. I'm a, I'm a word juggler. <laughs> yes, you can come and see me tomorrow. Right. Um, so what are these questions? So, I mean, how, how much do you know about the highway code and stuff, Johnny? Uh, let me... Let me um, I've never done any... Uh, I've never sought any <laughs> knowledge about the highway code. And I'm a man who calls them expressos. So that's, that should tell you everything you need to know about how prepared I am. And how, how much do you know about driving full stop, would you say? Well, I mean, there's four wheels... You press the accelerator, it goes forward. You press the reverse, it goes backwards. Okay, well, bit of a bit of a red bit of a red flag there. Um, have you so so you've not done any research or anything like that? Not done 
a day's research. I'll have to, I have had to postpone the test anyway, so I've not tried yeah. to desperately catch up. Okay, well, I'm going to read you some questions now from the test. <laughs> You're okay. so in the dark. I'm so in the dark. We need to take a picture of it, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, question one. Fast driving in wet or icy conditions may cause A, better steering control, <laughs> B, improved wheel grip, C, the vehicle to skid and lose control, or D, the vehicle to handle normally? C. Okay. That's your answer. Next Gotta be question. C. Next question. You find oh, out at the end. All right. In Scotland, you must not drive. I, I, I'd like to. I, I don't give a shit about the Scottish law. And as a point in principle, I believe in the United <laughs> Kingdom, and I do not believe in devolution, and I do not want to know what the Scots have done to their lo- roads. So it's you're frankly, ref- so you're refusing this question on, refu- on, on, on sort on, of ethical grounds, <laughs> yeah, political yeah, grounds. Yeah, politically refused to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so shall I just pick a random one for you? What do you mean? Well, no, I, mean, no, I have not, to answer one of them. Saying, I don't, there, is no, there is no... I, I refuse to answer. Saying, for, for political political reasons, I refuse to, refuse to answer any question about... Okay, well, you one. haven't answered that one. All right, All right you are okay. just allowed to go apart. All right. Which colour road stud or cat's eye indicates the left edge of the road? Right. <laughs> Do you have any ideas? <laughs> just give me the question. Give me the drop-down box. A, red. Yeah. B white. Ooh. C green. Yeah. D amber. Um I can repeat the question if you want, Johnny. No, no, no. I, I'm gonna say um A red. A red. Okay. Question four. You must not reverse your vehicle. Yeah. A yeah. without using your horn to warn other road users. <laughs> <laughs> Little uh, glimpse into what a horn was there. Oh, Johnny, I, I think you're ready to go full test. <laughs> B, further than is necessary. C, into a side road. Or D, without someone to act as a guide. That's a bloody good question, that. Further than necessary, it's sort of implied in the question that you shouldn't do that. But but you can't... I, th- I think it must be C, I'm thinking, into a side road, because that feels like that would be a very dangerous thing to do. Okay, okay. Why do you think that would be dangerous, Johnny? Well, because if you're reversing into a side road, you don't have accurate, you don't have the ability to see, and you might crash into uh, to some sort of lorry or, or some sort of another vehicle. Some sort of lorry. Yeah, that'd, yeah. Be, that'd be a great name for an album, wouldn't it? Some sort of lorry. I disagree. I think okay. It'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is from the, the number one Kesha fan on earth. Tick tock on the clock with a little cheeky bop. <laughs> is that actually the lyric you always sing it like that i just don't think that that's the lyric um question five what by the way listeners if you haven't given us a five-star review yet for this podcast i don't know what you think entertainment is what more do you want from us guys you're probably just good you're just going about your life you know shopping in tesco <laughs> whatever you whatever you members of the proletariat do and you just need to give us a five-star review for fuck's sake Number five. Why sh- why should you be aware of an approaching tram? Do you have any ideas of what this could be, Johnny? Well, because it could kill you. <laughs> Surely. Okay, well, let's due, have a look. Let's crashing. have a look if, that, if that's one of the... Due to crashing. A, they will always have the right of way. Ooh. B, they are silent and cannot steer to avoid you. Well, that's true, because they're trams in Manchester. So B is true, but it might not be why we should care about them. C, they don't have any turn signals or brake lights. Or D, oh. they are powered by electricity. 
What do I you think, think D, Johnny? I think B. I think D's true, but doesn't have anything to do with anything. Mm-hmm. I think I think B. You think they're silent and they cannot steer to avoid you? Yeah. I tell you what I think. It's if I pass this test, it is a damning indictment of how easy it is to pass the theory test. I mean, genuinely, I don't think I'd get any of these. Well, I'm get- I mean, I am, I'm absolutely winging it. I, they're all guesses. Why should you reduce your speed when travelling in foggy conditions? Because it, you can't see. I mean, that's a fucking stupid question, isn't it? Oh, it's is clearly because it? you can't see. A, to avoid being dazzled by fog lights from other vehicles. Ooh. B, brakes are less effective in foggy conditions. I think it's B. I think it's B. <laughs> C, to reduce fuel consumption. Yeah. Or D, to allow more time to react to developing hazards. I think D. Really? Okay. How many Do of these are there? Because I'm not sure this is a particularly interesting podcast. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> There's only 10 questions. We're only, we're only on six. Feels like we've been doing this for 20 minutes. <laughs> Maybe... Maybe this is the end of this section. No, no, it is. No, it isn't. Come on, Joy. We have to put. We have to pull through. <laughs> when you approach a roundabout and you see this pictured line across the road, we can't. Does... I can't see the picture. What's the picture? You have to draw it with your it's words. Dot, it's dotted lines. Dotted lines. It's like lines, but oh, that not means, in a straight, think, but dotted. lines. I think that means the road is about to become a series of, uh, like, there's big gaps in the road. Okay. Is it A, give way to vehicles approaching from your left? It's gaps in the road. It's gaps in the road. There's, there's gonna be, you're going to have to jump your car over some gaps in the road. Is it B, stop at the line and wait until the roundabout is clear? Yeah. Is it C, give way to traffic approaching from your right? Or is it D, you have the right of way? I think it's B. Stop at the line and wait for the roundabout is clear? Yeah. Oh, wowee. You genuinely, you think that's what you think it is? I don't know. I, I've lost faith in this this whole section. <laughs> Why? There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no faith to lose. We're trying to teach you how to drive, Johnny. I'd love to pass my test. So if anyone is a driving instructor, do we have any driving instructors who listen to the show? Get into contact. Get in contact. Failingbetterpod at gmail.com. Okay. Question eight. When towing a caravan or trailer, what is the maximum speed for a car or motorcycle on a dual carriageway? Hundred road? miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> It's A70, B50. 50. 50 C- popped into my head. When you said it? that, 50 did pop into my head. You don't even want the other two options. I don't want the other. 50. It's 50. All right, we'll go 50. <clears throat> right, only two questions left. Thank when you approach that. a junction and you yeah. see this pictured line across the road, yeah. what does it mean? And it's Go a, faster. Go faster. It's a straight line. Uh, it means go faster. Um, that is not one of the options. It means... Um, it means... Uh, there's an artist in the area who's drawing fantastic lines and you should go to the, the local art exhibition. What <laughs> uh, are the options? You must stop at the line Yeah. when the, when by the stop sign or when signalled to do so. That B, one, I think. I think A. That, you think that one, do you? <laughs> the problem is, this is how you're going to act when you actually do the test. <laughs> uh, yeah, I reckon it's that one. Just get bored. <laughs> Why must you switch off your fog lights when visibility improves? A, they confuse other it'll drivers. It'll blind people. It'll blind, it's too strong, so people will be like, ah, fuck. A, they confuse other drivers. B, they drain your vehicle's battery. C, they are bright and dazzle other road users. C. All right, well, let's see how you've done. Tick-tock. I think I've got 7 out of 10. Do you? Yeah. It's just loading. Oh, I'll think... Johnny, you got, you got 6 out of 10. That's ridiculously good for a man who's never even seen a car before. <laughs> I mean, you got that colour road stud or cat's eye indicates the left edge of the road, which as I was reading that sentence, I was like, I have no idea what they fucking mean. 
That was that was an absolute guess. Yeah, absolutely. Well done, Johnny. I think you could pass this test with flying colours. Well, and also I, I sort of I skipped the one of the questions for moral grounds in that I do, I do not believe in, <laughs> in Scottish independence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a unionist. I still, I, still want to, I still think we should be in charge of Dublin. <laughs> Not Ireland, just Dublin. Just Dublin. We'll have Dublin back, please. We'll, <laughs> trade, we'll trade it for Belfast. I've got a controversial opinion now that uh, I think that people are learning Welsh should just learn Chinese. I think just. Is Except, that a genuine? Wait, is that a genuine opinion of yours? Sort of. I just think. Look, your you, your dragon language is dead. Now I'm going into my Johnny, What is going on with you? Wait, it, it's so You're... much. Just learn Chinese. I think it's, it's great that the Welsh language is back. I think why? it's great. But how many people? Good. You learn Welsh. You can go to speak to people in fucking twenty people who live up a hill. You learn Chinese. You go to Beijing, Shanghai. Like it's just <laughs> learn it. Like just learn Spanish. And Welsh is so complicated. They, if, if every Welsh person learned Chinese, in like 40 years, when China is the dominant political like, body in the world, then Wales will get all the money. Then we, if, if, if Welsh people <laughs> learn Chinese now, there will be people in 40 years in London on a bus replacement being like, it's fucking London getting all our money. That is what the Welsh people can do if they just... They can win the war against the English if they just all start learning Chinese. Well, I mean, that's a very, very long speech you just made there, Johnny. I've never um, felt more strongly about anything. I never thought about something... You actually so- believe that? Well, I guess, I, I mean... How would, you do- feel, how would you feel if, if Welsh, if we all spoke Welsh, yeah. and then they said, all right, well, from now on, we're going to start learning English in schools? And you, as an English person, were like, would you be like, what's the fucking point? We should learn Welsh. We should learn Chinese. I, I guess I, I I hear what you're saying. What you're saying is, as a white English person, my opinion on this shouldn't. I would say, as a white English person who's just also claimed that we should still be in control of Dublin. <laughs> I, it was quite. A, it was quite. Um, it's quite a sort of. Uh, I, I I was briefly flying the flag for you, Kipler. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sort of out. I think of conversation. I don't really know what to talk, to talk about. I know what you mean. I What's think, that? Um, what just happened there? <laughs> Sophie's coming into my cave. <laughs> Hello, Sophie. How are you? <laughs> How are you? Are you all right? You didn't hear me banging. I haven't been banging. <laughs> Listeners, do give us a five-star review, by the way, if you're listening. Um, yeah. Do you want to come up, Sophie, and be on the podcast? It'd be nice to get a review as well, actually. We'll get some more reviews. She has trapped me in the attic. And what's, what I didn't mention before, actually, is that it's, once I'm in the attic, I can't get out of the attic. So Sophie has to let me out. So, so. <laughs> what a plot twist this late on. <laughs> You're in the dark. I am in the dark. You're bad. You're bad in the attic. <laughs> We've been talking about this. It's cold, yeah. <laughs> Because you're so funny, Sean. That's why. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a whole day of fun for John. He deserves one day of fun. Yeah. 
Sophie and Dan. You, you, you can speak to each other now, Sean. Sophie. Hello. Hi, Sophie. How you been? I'm all right. Yeah, John's have just been trapped in the attic for quite some time. I, I thought I heard someone banging. I thought, well, he probably wants to get out. Yeah, I mean, it has, um, it has felt a bit like doing a podcast with the Blair Witch or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Frank yeah. the digital platform that you have. I, I think if Anne Frank was on failing better, our numbers... I mean, I'd like to think our numbers would go up a little bit. <laughs> well, this could be it. You've got your very own Anne Frank now. I've always said me and Anne Frank show a lot of similarities. <laughs> uh, well, cheers, Sophie. We yeah, won't be too much like longer. To... Just say, when you come down, let me know, because I'll get the Christmas tree while I'm here. All right. I'll bring the Christmas tree down, so... No, you've got your laptop and everything. All right, I won't bring the Christmas tree down. <laughs> I will. We do need lighting, yeah. Yeah, you need a light up here, Johnny. You need a light up here and a toilet. <laughs> I do need a toilet and a and a big TV. Johnny, Johnny's going to turn this into a man cave. He's gone. I can't hear you, sure, Sean. I think you you've gone. <laughs> Well, that was a wonderful guest appearance from Sophie Willard. <laughs> I think she added a, an, a, a new energy. That Frankly, was I thought put... this podcast was really teetering on the brink. Yeah. Well, and I... she has saved it. Yeah, I became quite xenophobic. I think maybe we have to cut that out. I don't think we have to cut that out. I think we need to. Put... If anything, we need to turn that into the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Great. What? Um. Do you have anything else to talk about? Not really, I'm quite um. I sort of have nothing in my head, ever. Yeah, yeah. And you, I don't you, really know where I am. I'm just sort of trying. I'm just. I'm not doing anything. I'm just doing gigs and a bit of admin and stuff. That's it. I'm sorry, listeners. I feel like this. I've, I've sort of. It's been quite an underpowered episode for you all. But maybe that's okay in the build up to Christmas. You don't want too much fun before Christmas because you, you'll use no. it all up. Yeah, that's that's uh, actually a very true thing. The last thing you want to do before Christmas Day is have fun. Yeah, because you want to set, you want to like you're like a battery. You want to store up all your fun, and then when your family come around that you secretly hate, then you can have all the fun you've been holding up throughout the whole of December. What are you doing for Christmas, Johnny? Me and Sophie and the dog are having a Christmas together. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. We, Wonderful. We're get all matching jumpers. Mm-hmm. Of uh, you know that Edvard Munch uh, thing, the scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get that on our on our jumpers, and we're gonna watch the, the Blair Witch Project and other spooky movies. <laughs> what about you, Sean? What are you doing for Christmas? Um, going down to see my mum. That's nice. Was, yeah, is, gonna... a, is she in Canada? Or is she staying in the UK? No, she'll be coming with that. She'll be coming with us. How nice! And then uh, yeah, just gonna drink and eat. Do you have any Christmas traditions? Uh, yeah, we have a, a tree. Whoa! Um, that's we, wild. We a tree? do presents. No. Um, We're not. Me and my family aren't doing presents here. We're just giving money to uh, a charity of our choice, which feels. Are any of them Patreons? No, none of them are Patreons. I think you need to say, okay, my charity is. You can contact it at patreoncom better. That's from a, a regular idea. donation. That that's it. This this Christmas, listeners, give yourself the gift of us. There's more um, two free stand-up specials, like ten or fifteen podcast apps, all for the low low price of three pound a month. Or if you fancy it was five pound a month, do that. Or if you fa- if you want to be Failing Better's number one fan, this is mm. still open to anyone. Number one fan officially, ten pound a month. Because. Mm. 
I think what they've been saying on the news recently is that this is uh, the economy is really thriving and people have more disposable income than ever. So yeah. this is a perfect time to chuck some money in a in a fire and burn it all on us. <laughs> Are you? We're going to be filming some stuff this week, aren't we? And uh, yeah, you keep saying that, but I don't really, we're, we're meeting up on Wednesday, aren't we? Yeah. And what are we going to film? I think we should do a little walking tour around the canal. <laughs> Johnny, do you want to give us a tour of Manchester? Yeah, but I don't really know. I mean, yeah, I'll give you a tour on Manchester. This is where I get drunk on a Monday. This is where I get drunk on Tuesday afternoon. This is where I throw up on Tuesday evening. <laughs> well, on that bombshell, I think we should go. Um, yep. Kind of a low-powered app, but you know what? That's fine. I think, don't say that at the end. I think what you've got to do that Darren Brown thing where you go, we've all had a very good, you've all had a very good listening experience. And then you can suddenly... Okay, I just don't think that would make them think. If I just went, well, it's the end of the episode, what can I say? You've all had a very good listening experience. <laughs> you've all enjoyed the podcast you've just listened to. And think John is the best member of the group. Do you like Darren Brown? I find how he uses psychology in a practical way quite interesting i find him too creepy to know how to deal with mm, mm, like if i bumped mm. into him in a street i think i'd, I'd just punch him in the face and run off because i just <laughs> i just i'd go into fight or flight instantly <laughs> like if i was playing poker and it was he he was across the gate i just go like punch and run fight yeah, and yeah, flight yeah. in a second but he's too spooky. So there, yeah, there's the scene, is it? So, so, so you're at the casino. You yeah, sat yeah. down at the poker table. <laughs> yeah. you've, you've been dealt your hand. You're looking at it. You're hoping for a royal flush. Two aces. I'm thinking I'm in here. And then you I, look up. Yeah. Darren Brown's there. Yeah. And so what? He's, he's getting a knuckle sandwich, is he? Yeah, and, and I'm saying to him, it's Darren. You're not Darren. You're fucking Darren. <laughs> and then I'm punching him, and then I'm running out. You're fucking Darren, and then you run out. And as you run out, you're screaming, the Welsh should be learning Chinese. Yeah, Why yeah. is no one talking about this? And then, and then I'm saying, look, mate, look, look. You're not special. You're nothing, Darren. You might be able to do your little tricks. You're, you're worthless, Darren Brown, you fucking idiot. And then I'm bolting there. And then for the rest of my life, I'm wearing a big moustache. <laughs> rest of my life, I'm in hiding. Yeah, the rest of my life, you're wearing one. You, yeah, don't choose to, you don't choose to just grow one. I do, not to just... the, I do not have the testosterone to grow the sort of, <laughs> sort of moustache I'd need to hide me from Darren Brown and, and all of his spies. Because I imagine Darren Brown has a lot of spies. I went on Darren Brown's ghost trade at Thorpe Park a few weeks ago. Really? What? Does, that sounds creepy as hell. It was dog shit. Was it was it? dog shit, and I was so scared going in, and it was so crap. Like maybe in like four weeks, you, you're sort of you'll fall into a hypnotic coma, and you'll wake up and think all the trees are talking to you, and it'd be like that's the demon. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that could happen. I just don't know if that would happen within the confines of a VR experience at uh, at Thorpe Park. But it could I do. think I think. You're gonna. I think in like three weeks, something really weird is gonna happen to you, and it's gonna be because of the Darren Brown ride you went on. I think weird things happen to me every day. Well, maybe maybe that's Darren Brown's influence. <laughs> I think I've said this on the pod before, but I think it's really funny that if you were like married to Darren Brown, it'd be such a stressful life. Yeah, like it'd be too much. Because even if you you thought you loved him, you just feel like is this me? Is this Darren pulling one of his weird tricks again? I remember watching one of his ones about um, they tried to convince someone that the world had ended. Yeah. And they couldn't. I don't know why they broadcast it. It, it, it didn't come anywhere near convincing them. 
It's like when they, do you remember that one they did a, a few years ago with Johnny Vaughan where they tried to convince people they were going into space? No, I don't. And they never were convinced. But, but they, but they ran integrity. it. Isn't that good, though? It shows integrity that they, they show the failures. Because, no. I mean, what, what the listeners should know at this point is we film 12 hours of audio every week. Yeah. And 11 hours of it is just left on the cutting floor because it's just not good enough for the exact <laughs> standards. As you know from listening to this episode, I mean, we, if it's not 10 out of 10 content, we are not 10 out of 10 content. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing this podcast ever that is done. The, I think that's the best thing I've ever said. That is, that when was, I say that... Yeah, that was that really... Was fucking that was really good, good, wasn't it? That's yeah. going to be on our T-shirts. Yeah. When are we going to get T-shirts? When we have more Patreons and it's in any way economically viable. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you will buy a T-shirt. We'll have two. We'll have one from you, Johnny, doing your rap. Like the yeah. lyrics of your rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of me just going, if it's not 10 out of 10 content, then I'm not 10 out of 10 content. <laughs> <laughs> and, you'll, so good. and you'll wear it walking down the street and people yeah. advertise the podcast and people go whoa what the fuck I've never seen anything that good and you go yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is failing better this could be the beginning of our this could be the million dollar idea that makes us a million dollars <laughs> it's the million dollar idea that makes us one million dollars <laughs> and not a cent more <laughs> <laughs> excuse me it was a million dollar idea it was not a million million and one dollar hey idea. hey 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 we don't want interest in this account. We're very <laughs> satisfied with our $1 million. Thank you very much. I'd love a million dollars. Would you, Johnny? Would you love a million dollars? Yeah, you know what? What a I fucking could, boring I, thing I, to I'd say. I'd give it to charity. I'd give it all to charity. Every cent I'd give to charity. Patreon. Become, Patreon. A, become a Patreon. A charity called Johnny Pelham's uh, <laughs> sort of um, Cayman Island charity. Oh, come on, Johnny. Just fucking I, say a sentence for once I, in your life. <laughs> I couldn't think of a tax haven. I couldn't think of a tax haven. You know why I couldn't think of a tax haven? Because actually, I pay all my tax, which luckily is almost no tax. <laughs> I avoid tax the old-fashioned way by not making very much money. <laughs> I um, I remember when I was uh, 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 just out of uni and that people would start to talk about repaying their student loans. <laughs> and one of the things they said on the thing was just like, you only repay it if you earn £22,000 a year. And I remember saying to people, a big group of people, why don't we just never earn £22,000 a year? And they all started laughing, like what a funny joke Sean just said. And I was thinking, I'm not joking. I am being serious. It's When you get your message from your student loan thing, it's scary, isn't it? Because it just always goes up. But then eventually they just cancel it, right? Yeah, when you're like 65. But until then, it's just going to be a tax I pay for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's fine. I feel like... They're, not gonna, they're never going to make it back with me. They're never going to make it back, but it's a tax... I think... I mean, this is a, a, a big... I think quite sort of... Um, all the things I said about the UK were in jest. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> wait. So he has to he has to clarify that because he's about to say a genuine political opinion. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it's okay. So here we go. He's had to I mean, fuck me, what is this gonna be? Well I I just feel like some old people Here we go need to die. Uh -oh. <laughs> like, they just, <laughs> like they just take like the young when the first generation's gonna earn less money than the than the older be less well off than the older generation. Mm. Anyway, that's probably too late to start that pill. What's your opinion on OAPs? Do you think they should be not allowed to live. <laughs> I love them. They're my favourite people. Who? 
Every day I find an old person, I give him a big old kiss. <laughs> That's why. You know. Right on the smackers. <laughs> and the best thing about it is, no one believes them because they're old. Woohoo! That that young man gave me a kiss. <laughs> sure, Gramps. Yeah. What what is Gramps like? Um. Cool. I've run out of things I think to say too. My brain's gone a bit sluggish. I wish I'd not insulted. I, I, every political opinion I've shared on this podcast is not my true opinion. I actually think old people are lovely. I think Wales originals are delightful, and they often have them on them. Good move, old people. I think Wales. That's a Can I just say I actually don't. I don't think I've ever experienced an old person with Werther's originals. Neither I think I. Werther's originals have done a strange marketing campaign where yeah. they've got our demographic is the is dead people well the but, but that's that says a lot about where the economy the only people with any disposable income in this fucking economy are the old i've gone back to my earlier <laughs> here we go the fucking old doris with a fucking pension and a million pound house that cost seven peanuts 20 years ago is just fucking us and we can't get on the property ladder i mean you're on the property ladder sean I'm um, at the bottom of the property ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're one step. If you weren't so tall, you wouldn't have been able to reach that opening bar. And there it is. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Do subscribe. Do give us a five star review. I've enjoyed this chat. I've enjoyed it too. It's been a bit. It's been, I think it has been a bit underpowered, but then it's very rarely powered. <laughs> so, so maybe we just have to get used to it being underpowered. Are we the idiots for delivering an underpowered pod? Or are you the idiots for expecting something else? Are we all the idiots? And you should stop listening to this pod immediately. (laughs) Scratch that for the record. Um, (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Thank you. And remember, you've had an enjoyable listening experience. John is the better host. You've had an enjoyable (laughs) listening experience. John is very sexy. John (laughs) is sexy. Come to his attic with no lights. Uh, read John's new diary. <laughs> read his diary. Um, all right, peace out, dudes. All right, see you in a bit. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 